winning or ringing the win by the Indiana Hoosiers over the Marion Knights and Scott Hetty. Uh, final score, 78-42. Good for the Hoosiers. What did we learn about Indiana today? That's what the exhibitions are all about. It's all about learning about who you got, who you don't have, what you can expect from guys. Can they play without making mistakes? Are they going to be more positive than negative? Those things, important. What do we learn about the freshmen? Really, really good freshmen. Really talented. Two shine today. One was pretty good, and the other, not quite so good. We're going to talk about that. This is a special live postgame for Indiana basketball. Indiana, first victory of the year, kind of. They got another exhibition against St. Francis. Then they've got their season opening game on November 7th against Moorhead State at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Let's talk about the Hoosiers, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. BUSR.com slash Kent. Whew. 150% sign-up bonus. Sign up there. It's sports gaming. It's casino gaming. All kinds of gaming. And whatever you deposit, up to, they'll match it in free play. Up to 2500 bucks. That's what they do. Again, BUSR.com slash Kent. All right, the Hoosiers today. What did we learn? Trace Jackson Davis sat today. So did Tamar Bates. They got some dings from practice. Trace Jackson Davis has been walking around with a cast. Uh, Tamar Bates, we don't know what he's got. So let's talk about what we did see today. And we saw some guys that we normally don't see or haven't seen in the past. Those obviously include the four freshmen, plus Logan Duncombe. We saw plenty of him today. He had a double-double today, but he's 6'10". You're a talented 6'10 kid going up against an NAIA school without great height. That's what's going to happen. Double-double written all over it, whether you're Logan Duncombe, Race Thompson, whomever. Race Thompson didn't play a bunch of minutes. So he did not get the double-double. At the under-16 timeout, it was 10-0. Indiana capable of playing really good defense, and that, we've got to suspect, is why Xavier Johnson is on the floor. Because defensively, he's a water bug. He can really scoot. He can stay in front of his guy. He is quick as hell. Really, really good. On the offensive side, when he's shooting well, boy, can he be a force for good. When he's not shooting well, not so much. He was one of nine in the first half today, that is not going to get it done. He's one of those guys, though, you know what? He's capable enough that you live with the bad that's occasional because the good is going to elevate you to wins periodically, and you got to hope you get more of that than not. Um, Jalen Hood Shafino. I like Jalen Hood Shafino. Like, I watched him last uh, last year for Montford as, as they went about playing for the national championship and won the national championship. And he looked like a guy who allows the game to come to him. And I like that kind of basketball, and that's what he did today. I like Jalen hood Shafino a lot. And then you've got uh, Malik Renew. And Malik Renew, really, really good. Long as hell. Athletic as hell. I think he's got it up here as hell. He can shoot it a little bit around the bucket. And what I really liked was this, all right? I liked the way he moved around the bucket. I liked the way he caught in the first half and gave that, that choppy little elbow to clear some space, and then he laid it in, and he did it without fouling. If you can clear space without fouling, 
you got a shot, right? And that's what Malik Renew does. Um, and, and again, Jalen hood Shafino, really long, really athletic, a very talented kid who's going to be able to play. And then CJ Gunn, I love as a shooter. Like you got to be able to shoot. You got to be able to stretch defenses. And that's what Indiana couldn't do last year. Look, they hit 31% from three last year and, and shot about one third of their field goals from beyond the arc. That's not enough. It ranked in the 300s. There are, what, 356, 357 Division I schools, programs. If you're ranking in the 300s in terms of volume shots from beyond the arc, what teams are going to do against you is pack it in. And that's what teams did. You've got to be able to hit threes to open up the floor for your slashers. That's what Indiana couldn't do, and that's why Indiana wound up foundering a little bit last year. This group looks like they can shoot a little bit, and C.J. Gunn, I really like his feet, too. His feet move. He's got great balance. He's very athletic. I think he's better than his pedigree. He was among the guys, among the freshmen brought in this class. I think he was ranked fourth of four. I think he was behind uh, Caleb Banks. And and uh, Malik Renew, obviously, and Jalen hood Shafino were ranked far ahead of those two guys. Uh, but C.J. Gunn, he can shoot and he can D. D and three, give me those guys at Indiana all day long. We're going to do, by the way, we're going to do IU live post games every game this year. It's what we do. We talk a lot about the Colts. During the week and on Sundays, Indiana basketball is going to take center stage, I think, unless Sam Ellinger does something extraordinary uh, between now and the end of the regular season, I think Indiana is going to take center stage here from about January 9th until uh, we get to post-college basketball, which is about April Fool's Day when we start talking about the NFL draft. At any rate, I liked a lot of what I saw today with Indiana. Jordan Geronimo is not one of those things. Jordan Geronimo is one of those guys who can bring great positivity in energy, athleticism, he can shoot it a little bit. He, he is a good offensive rebounder. You saw the save if you were watching, if you subscribe to Big Ten Plus, like I will, until these three events on Big Ten Plus lapse, and then we will shut down Big Ten Plus again. Anyway, ball's going out of bounds. Geronimo catches it, flings it into the backcourt. He is very, very athletic. He's got great hand-eye coordination, but the guy makes mental mistakes all the time. And you can't do that at Indiana, and I don't think you can do it anywhere for that matter, but you can't do it at Indiana and win basketball games. Be a force for good. You can't. And that's who Jordan Geronimo is. And, and you've got to – I talk about it all the time. It's been a long time ago, but Landon Turner's a guy like that or was a guy like that back in 80-81. Landon had come off the bench, and he was kind of like a yearling, you know, like one of those – a thoroughbred racehorse before he sort of develops the coordination necessary to be able to race. And legs are, you know, all over the place, and he's all over the place. And then he figured it out. And Indiana won a national championship. They need that out of Jordan Geronimo. Jordan Geronimo has got to figure out how to play basketball. And if Mike Woodson and his staff can get in here between his ears and get great basketball out of him, 
you got a chance to win a national championship. If you don't, Indiana is going to be all kinds of good, but they're not going to be that good. They're not going to elevate to that level where you're really talking seriously about hanging a banner and being dominant in the postseason in the way the 1981 team was. Uh, the illegal screens have got to stop. And whether that was officials being a little bit nitpicky or whether it was the guys screwing up, they were on back-to-back -back possessions, and it was Duncan, and then it was Geronimo. Uh, Logan Duncan reminds me a little bit of Joey Brunk, and a little bit, this is an arcane uh, comparison, but Phil Benninger, who played high school basketball at New Albany and then college basketball, national championship at uh, one at Wright State when Phil was down there. Phil, a terrific high school player, kind of looks like Logan Duncan to me, or Logan Duncan looks like him. Duncan can play a little bit, but he's got to be able to create space down low, and he should have been able to do that at a higher level against a team like Marion. Good to see Scott Hetty. Scott Hetty was a terrific high school coach at Carmel, and that Steve Downing tapped uh, Scott Hetty to run that basketball program was a prescient moment of great leadership by Steve Downing. Speaking of Steve Downing, the 1973 Indiana Final Four team was honored at halftime today, and a lot of the guys were there. Quinn Buckner was not, as he's traveling now with the, uh, uh, with the Indiana Pacers. I, I think they're in Brooklyn. Uh, one at Washington last night, regardless uh, you saw Tom Abernathy and Jim Cruz and Steve Downing, John Laskowski. You saw a lot of guys from that team. John Ritter, uh, Steve Ritter, John Ritter, of course, the actor. That's my John Ritter impersonation. Thank you very much. Jay Helm, I take that donation as a thank you for my John Ritter impression, uh, which was, um, you know, we know it's very, very sad that he was taken from us so young. Uh, a ruptured aorta, oddly enough. Uh, Caleb Banks, we watched run around a little bit, but this is a guy who clearly needs to learn how to play basketball. This is one of those trade-offs. Like when you go get a guy, a recruit, as, as highly touted as Caleb Banks was out of the state of Georgia, you are going to have to teach him how to play basketball. When you go get a guy like C.J. Gunn, who played basketball for Jack Kiefer at Lawrence North High School, he knows how to play basketball. So he might not have the athletic gifts of a guy like Caleb Banks, but he's going to come in knowing how to play the game at a higher level than a Caleb Banks, and you've really got to craft Caleb Banks, sculpt him into the college basketball player that he needs to be to flourish and to reach his potential. C.J. Gunn is going to be better right out of the gate. So uh, what else happened today? Yeah, I would have liked to have seen more walk-ons get in. Nathan Childress got in. But, you know, if you're not going to play these cats when uh, you're, you're uh, playing exhibitions and, and you're up, you're doubling the score with two minutes left in the game, when the hell are you going to get them in? I know nobody wins uh, a banner. Nobody wins a championship of any kind, usually, because of the quality of the walk-ons, at least not because of their quality in the games that they play. But it's nice that these guys, they bust their ass. Like, they never stop working. That's who they are. They love the work. So a little bit of reward with some minutes late in a blowout game, you know what, uh, a little of that would be nice to see. 
Um, again, Xavier Johnson, you're going to have to live with the bad and, and take the good when you, when you get it because that's just who he is. Uh, Malik Renu is going to be a really good freshman this year for Indiana. I don't know when he's going to play or exactly where he's going to play. Yeah, you've got Trace Jackson Davis, you've got Race Thompson, but that kid can do good things. And when he's on the floor, good things happen offensively and defensively. He is a hell of a good basketball player. I like what Mike Woodson said about guys, whether Jordan Geronimo is going to play at three. It's like I, I, I deal in basketball players, not positions. They switched a lot today, and I think Indiana is going to be in a position, regardless of lineup, where they can switch all over the floor, and that's going to make them very, very difficult to attack. I like this team a lot. What we saw today, you would think you would like the team a lot, given that you know, you're playing against Marion. We're going to like what we see, too, against St. Francis and probably against Moorhead State, and it's really going to be the Xavier game where we learn anything of substance about Indiana. You know, if you don't want to pay for Big Ten Plus and you want to know what the hell happened, all you got to do is tune here. It's all you got to do. And we don't cost you $9.95 a month. We cost you potentially nothing. All right? If you want to donate, it's always nice of you to donate. If you want to subscribe, subscribe. I appreciate it. You want to like the video, you can do that too. It's fantastic. We'll talk to you tomorrow at about 7.30, hopefully celebrating another victory on Indianapolis Colts' victory over the Commanders. And the debut as a starter of Sam Ellinger. Going to be must-see uh, TV tomorrow at 425. Colts Commanders season, talk about a season on the brink. Season is on the brink right now for the Colts. Tomorrow, you get the win, 4-3-1, you got a chance. You take a loss against Commanders, ooh, that schedule.